Hello, friends and listeners, party people. Welcome back to another episode of Party XP. I'm your host, Lacan, and joining me is Jeff. Jeff's back. Beamless dismount, Lacan. Uh, yeah, we made it, boys and girls. We made it. <laughs> uh, good to hear from you again, my buddy. How are you doing? Man, I'm good. I'm happy. Everybody's back at school. The house is empty. It's just me and the cat. <laughs> I can finally focus on the things I need to do, yeah, and yeah. it feels great. Nice, nice, good to hear. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a summer. <laughs> so like, uh, it has been a summer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's been the best summer, but it's been a summer. Yeah, it's been, it's been a, it's been a little while now since we, you and I actually have gotten to like talk proper. I mean, we talk online, obviously, but you know, actually mm-hmm. just kind of talk about like video games and stuff. And it's not from us playing a couple things together, but um, you know, like for us actually sit down and you know record something proper because like you know obviously we had a uh, buff a nice little stretch right um, mm-hmm. and we appreciate that so yeah, thanks guys for, for stepping on in for a little bit here yeah our friends came through and really helped us out here so we really appreciate that from them um but yeah so, you know been lo- looking forward to you know getting another set of episodes with you again um you know yeah for sure i enjoy our our you our, our usual format obviously you know the, the whole point of us the show is that you and me are the guys who like you know we can shoot the shit forever basically about video games and right. other stuff so i enjoy this stuff for this episode i'm going to be giving jeff a game here and i think i may have alluded to it before at some point maybe during like one of the year-end episodes or something uh where i think i i have a i have a game that i really really enjoy it is a roguelike sorry jeff <laughs> um but it's what a, else is new yeah but it's a, it's a roguelike that i really, really enjoy and i think is actually i enjoy it more than hades and, and that's and, big words yeah that, that, that's big we, we had a whole episode just talking about how much hades rules super hard right and like again i, I love 80s but like I, I i i realized like if i if you had to give me like you know if i had 20 30 minutes to kill right and i pick up my steam deck or you know my i'm remote playing to my computer or something something kind of on the on the go as well it works i mean it works as well sitting down but like if you give me 30 minutes and i have one thing to play and this would be kind of like the game that i default to this game is called Dead Cells. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of this one? I have heard of it because of the Castlevania uh, yeah, collab. Yeah, I think I think I think when it happened, I wouldn't shut up about it. Um, but <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, I was super stoked though. That's why. But so, Dead Cells is a 2018 roguelike Metroidvania eh, kind of uh, game developed and published by Motion Twin. It was released for Linux, Mac OS, Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, Windows, and Xbox One back in uh, 2018, I believe it was. Uh, iOS on in uh 2019 android like mid 2020 and playstation 5 uh this year on in 2023 uh in june i believe so you play as an amorphous creature called the prisoner but it looks like a bunch of like goo <laughs> uh, and then you take over like a Great. body basically where you fight and then you basically fight your way off of a diseased island to kill the island's king you gain weapons money uh souls which can you you use to like unlock um more weapons and like change uh percentages of things that drop for you kind of thing through expo and you know you find other tools through exploration and through procedurally generated levels while fighting enemies ranging from mutated rats to heavily armored double double blade wielders and evil sorcerers it is a 2d side-scrolling roguevania that's the term that they used um and i know that a lot Mm. of people hear the term metroidvania a lot um because metroid uh, but I think this game is more inspired by Castlevania, like at least the later ones where you can kind of backtrack a little bit, right? From my understanding, uh, uh, even more so because the fact that they even got a collab with like Konami to throw Castlevania skins and weapons and like a whole level in for the game, because like the, the instead of it being like a just the way it feels, in my opinion, feels like very much so like a modernized Castlevania. 
uh, which I which I was very late to the Castlevania train, so I think that's why like I have this very much so locked in my memory. And this game is very very much so still supported. Like again, it came out in 2018, but they have like five major DLCs now. Again, including the recent one with uh, Konami and Castlevania. Like this this game is constantly constantly expanding basically, and it's really really good that you get a lot of value for this game for the player. And I have dumped ugh, a couple hundred hours now into this game, and I still like. I still haven't I still haven't unlocked everything. Um but yeah, I'm I'm like I really really enjoy this game and like you know hoping that you can see at least my w point of view in terms of like why I consider this in my again, personal opinion, I like this better than Hades. Wow. Okay. That's that's big praise, right? Yeah. I'm also excited for it because I love Castlevania. I have always loved Castlevania. Unfortunately, I haven't played enough Castlevanias even though I love them for whatever reason, I just never, I don't know. I never played the games uh, outside of a, a handful. I mean, I'm excited to, me, to get like, behind this. I just, I just got Castlevania one under my hands, like the, like this year, end of last year. So <laughs> oh, yeah. I have had Castlevania one since I was a child <laughs> and I never saw the second level until I was an adult. <laughs> Again, I'm very late to the whole cast to Castlevania specifically. I played Metroid when I was younger. Um, Castlevania is one of those series that I kind of like I skipped over as a kid. I don't know. I don't know why. Like me, Gabe and I never had really had interest in it, and like none of our friends. Like I mean, like you had one apparently, but like we, I guess it never came up in our conversations. Kind of thing. Right. I never really was. made it a big deal. So it's like I was very late to it. But that being said, Dead Cells, because of how much I learned that they had so much connection and like DNA and inspiration from Castlevania, I was like. I should probably get on some of these because there's a, there's a reason why the Castlevania series is so big, and let me see let me see what this game is inspired from in the first place. So, I mean, if anything, it's a plus that got me into like some older games that I completely missed out on. So, um, but yeah, you got any questions here before we get into this one? No, I'm just ready to play. Okay. Honestly, it seems like a lot of fun. I mean, and, and you know how I like to do these pitches, right? I, I like to go in completely blind. Yeah, yeah. So for me, I, I don't want to know as much. All I need to know is like kind of what I'm getting myself into vaguely. Mm -hmm. And then I'll try to figure everything out from there. But I'm excited for this. I'm excited for more Castlevania. Konami sucks. <laughs> yeah. And they haven't made a new Castlevania in like a decade. Yeah. So even if it's a fan project, sometimes the fan projects are just as good. I mean, Bloodstained was another sort of game from the guy that made the, the original series. So it wasn't really a fan game, but it was kind of an homage to it. Yeah. And that was awesome. So I'm looking forward to seeing how this plays, too. Cool. So, okay, so listeners, there will be a short break here, and on your end, it'll be about like five, ten seconds. For us, it'll be about a week or so, and after the break, we'll hear how Jeff feels about Dead Cells. See you in a bit. Don't skip the fucking ads. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so poor. <laughs> Help. Okay, listeners, we are back. It has been over oh god uh, way more than a couple weeks it's been leaving it <laughs> it's been hectic as hell for, for us here but uh jeff has finally got his hands on dead cells and jeff what did you think this is the second best roguelike i've ever played it's like ah damn it didn't, didn't, didn't take over hades for you not yet not ah, yet okay okay, um, okay. Uh, only so because only because i haven't played like every damn inch of this game yet okay yeah because i definitely have and that's why i think i like this more than hades that's i think that might be what t t turned me over and i get it the other thing the only other thing that makes me like enjoy the hades experience more is because whenever i play hades I don't get sad wishing it was a full-fledged Castlevania game. 
Mm, okay, okay. So here's, yeah. the, here's the one thing here for for you listeners. I, I, we, I don't know if we've ever mentioned this part before. I've never played a Castlevania game until this year. I, uh, I think we mentioned it. Did we? Okay. In the so, intro to this. Okay, so there we go. So the, it's been a month at this point, bro. <laughs> I, don't well, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> so um, I have I I play Metroid. I played I played the Metroids. The, the Castlevania is one of the series that I never played. So like I never had any real attachment. You know what I mean? So when I was playing this, and I was like, oh, is this another Metroidvania rogue like? I was like, but you know, but it plays fucking amazing. So I love this game. And then. Um, I forgot who the hell it was who like pointed out. No, this is a Castlevania game. I'm like, oh, this is a Castlevania game. Oh, okay, cool. And then like I went back to play the old Castlevanias eventually, and I was like, oh, this is way slower. Oh, this is not exactly the same thing. But like I like the flow of this game so much. That's why I like I like the the layout and you know the way you can kind of speed run this game a little bit too. I do too. Yeah, and um, so I was like, okay, so that's that's why I have no real attachment. So I'm sure for you who actually enjoyed the Castlevania games, yeah, it's like you kind of like you wish this could, was just Castlevania at this point, right? Right. Um, especially when it comes to the DLC, which I guess we'll touch on a little later, mm-hmm. or if you want to now, we can touch on it. But the whole time, basically, for me, this felt like a a really fast paced kind of like a post Symphony of the Night and Beyond. Mm castlevania game uh just because you know it, it's more like sword focused and like not whip focused basically so like i know there are whip items in the game i didn't get a chance i, I didn't really use them because i kind of liked using the swords yeah yeah but i um yeah it, it kind of felt like a super fast paced symphony of the night i really dig the controls i dig all the weapons i never felt like even like the joke weapon that i came across the frying pan Oh, the frying pan is like so gangster. good. It's so it's good. It's like gangster. Yeah, yeah. it's so good. And there's so a I variation never really... of it, too. <laughs> What's that? There's a variation of it, too, the panchaku. Oh, sweet. So, you, so you, you, you get two pans set up like nunchucks, and oh, your character just fucking Bruce Lee's that motherfucker around, like, with the animations and everything. Oh, it's so good. I love that thing. <laughs> God, I feel like your stuffiness is coming through the microphone and getting to me here. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's okay. Okay. Um, I never... and. The one thing that you mentioned, Mm -hmm. um, the one question that you had, and I guess we'll get into it now, is like, is this challenging or is this bullshit? Yeah. I never felt like it at any point that I was dealing with bullshit. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I always kind of felt like if I screwed up, if I died, it was my fault. Even the boss fights were were perfectly balanced. I felt like the weapons were were really good. Even like the starter weapons are, are good. And as you play through the game, obviously you have a better chance of getting more weapons to drop and all of that. And once you do like the uh, the whole blacksmithing thing, and that was a big thing that I, I really wanted to make sure that I did was to give myself at least more options. Yeah, yeah. During during battle. But yeah, like I never really felt like I was ever behind the curve, even when I got to like the farthest biomes in the game. And I guess you'll you'll touch on kind of how this game works. Yeah, yeah. I absolutely. never really felt like even towards the end that like I was I was underpowered even though I had only started playing the game. Mm-hmm. I will tell you the toxic sewers can go to hell. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit it's a bit of a rough rough biome. That's a rough one for me. For, especially early yeah. on for me when I was still kind of learning the map a little bit. Um or like or how the level how each individual area played basically yeah. when I was still learning it it was like I I hate going here you know because like I have the the kill streak and then I hit a little bit of poison or acid and then like well or the sewer the sludge 
and cool. Now my my kill bonus is gone. I don't get the I don't get the extra door when I get to the next area. You know what I mean? Yep. No, I I would always kind of run in. You know, I would always wind up, especially like in later runs, having to go to like the um the sewers, and then I remember like the first the first time I saw the door. And I kind of felt confident in my abilities, and I'm like, nah, fuck that. I'm going somewhere else. <laughs> okay, yeah, I, I, I get you, I get you. It's funny, because um, I used to hate the sewers, and I actually go there regularly now, because right. the other... I used to like the other area, but the other area requires kind of like a specific weapon to go into more comfortably, versus the sewers, okay. because it's so enclosed, I can run there with anything. You know what I mean? Because the other right, one, okay. like, there's so much space to play. Yeah, so like... You kind of realize the more and more you play the game, it's like, no, certain weapons go for, you know, if you have a, say if I have something that has a lot of big splash damage and can hit multiple things at, at once, oh, then I might as well, you know, I might as well go to the sewers and just hit everything around me, right? Versus the other, like, versus going up to the, I forgot, I forgot the name of the, the biomes. Let me, let me as well pull them up right now. Uh, there, there's like the, uh, the other biome coming out from the main area is kind of like an open air, kind of like, looks like a shanty town, I guess, right? That's kind of like right. what it looks like. And that one is, like, it's kind of annoying because that has, like, a lot of, like, uh, there's, like, these little totems that give people shields, essentially. Yep. Mm -hmm. And so, like, initially, I was like, oh, that's fine. I'll deal with that early on, right? But the thing is, when I realized that everything is timed, kind of, I realized, oh, that eats up a lot of time to, like, chase that thing down or, like, or find out where it is, right? Uh, Kill it and then go back to kill the rest of the enemies on that screen. So, So, like, when I really, really learned how to play the game... I started not liking that biome as much, at least in terms of, like, my personal play style. You know what I mean? Um, but just, like, and this, it was, just, again, great because, again, it all it all kind of matters on your personal play style as well, too. You know what I mean? It's like, do you like getting up close and personal? Do you like getting the blow gun, the blow, the blow gun and, like, you know, shooting poison darts at everything? You know, just, like, is it play however the hell you want? And that being said, the game allows you to play the game exactly that. Like you can do, you can be like really upfront, get some abilities that kind of throw you into the fray, right? Like, um, have you like there's a lot like a lot of movement abilities too for this game, which is I think what really pulled me into how this game plays, right? You have like dashes, you have things that can kind of grab enemies to you or grab them to you, mm-hmm. uh, like jump up and slam the ground stuff. You know what I mean? Because a lot of a lot of the abilities you get in this game that you can pick up eventually are basically like the moves of the enemies. You you kind you kind of just steal their moves, which is kind of cool. You know, doing them in your version after they they can they do it to you first. Okay, so I have the list of the biomes here. Um and we can t- if you have if you have a question, you can just ask me and I'll just bring it up basically for you, okay? So we were talking about sewers, B, fair like fair versus BS, locations you like to go to or not. Uh what's what, yeah, what, what's one thing you want to do you have anything you want to specifically go about before I start asking questions here? Uh no, as far as like my route. Okay, yeah. So is what, that what you're is that what you're referring yeah, to? Yeah, yeah. Like do, do, do you have like a per- personal personal way you like to go? So I always kind of preferred to go. You know, like at first, the only one I ever stumbled upon was the promenade, right? Promenade of the condemned. Yeah, I just want to talk yeah, about the, the promenade the little, of the condemned, the annoying shield giving totem thingy. Okay, cool. Yeah, and then eventually I found the Castlevania DLC because you had all the DLC. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, well, all right, I'm going this way as much as I can. Um, and then it, it ended up becoming a thing where I would always just go to the sewers. I, I couldn't find the promenade anymore. I would end up just going to the sewers. Okay. And then eventually it got to the point where I got a bit more confident in the game and my starting weapons were better. And I'm like, I don't have to settle for the for the, the, the sewers. Mm-hmm. And then so I would turn and I tried to go. I tried to go Castlevania route as much as I could. I get you. It was more comfortable. The music's 
awesome. Music slaps so hard. Yeah. Like they, they, the they Vampire did, Killer remake is so good. They did this such game. a is like this and that entire DLC is just a love letter to Castlevania. Yeah. Like it's it's so well done. And again, it makes you know I stop I would stop playing for the day, and it's like man, I wish there was a new Castlevania game. <laughs> Yeah, it just made me sad. Yeah, yeah, I get you. I get you. At the very least, give me dead cells, but give me like a story based progression dead cells. Mm, Don't okay. make me have to start from zero every single time I play the game. Like I want to be at the point, especially once I got like up towards the end and I was super powerful and I had like my abilities maxed out and I had really good items, um, and I had Alucard's shield too on top mm, of it. Yeah, yeah, very. Fun. And I'm like. Damn, I wish I could just play like this all the time and just kill shit. I don't want to start back from zero again, yeah. but it is what it is. That's, but. that's the roguelike aspect, you know? That's, that's, yeah, that, I know. That's, and that's what I like because once I get so good at the game... And the thing is, I'm still only at the the third... Um, third difficulty level because like you you get these you get these boss cells essentially that kind of like make the game harder like you don't get a full refill of your um your flask every every level anymore you know what i mean like and only every other one you get a heal on and you have more cursed enemies that you have to deal with or whatever or more elite enemies or whatever um (laughs) so it's like i'm still only the third one like this game is pretty unforgiving like even at the, at the late late levels like the what is it like the 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 stilt village is still kind of fine. The graveyard is still kind of fine. Like the fourth area, when you get to right. like the um like the sixth stage area, like the high peak castle, the distillery, the shipwreck, you know, like the one before that, like the clock tower, the caverns, the undying shores, the forgotten sepulcher, those are like okay, my run could end here. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I oh, I, yeah. I could I could fuck up here. Even some of the four stages, like some of them, like the stilt village is kind of fine. Slumbering Sanctuary can get a little rough, but like Graveyard and Fractured, Fractured, Fractured Shrines fuck up my runs regularly, mm-hmm. um, where like I'll just, I'll take a hit because I'm not paying attention, because that's the thing too, I play this game fast, and I really should slow down a little bit, but I like to I like to move fast, and I try to get the uh, extra door bonuses, especially early on, and that, of course. that, that kind of just transfers my playstyle all the way across, unfortunately, like I, yep. have to, I have to break my bad habits. But yeah, you know, once you you're you're right. Once you kind of like learn how the layout of the map kind of is, and you kind of learn how every level is, is procedurally generated to to some extent. There's like there's kind of like a format essentially. Uh, once you learn how those work, and you know what areas go to which areas, you know what I mean. Like certain ones can branch off into three. Some only branch off into one or two. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Once you know those how those paths go, which you know, luckily you can just look at the map, you know, in the, by pressing, uh, pausing, and then select. It, I think select. I think it is. You can see exactly how to manipulate your run to the locations you want to go and want to avoid. Big thing for me is like trying to get the early runs done. Like, yeah, because again, especially once you've done it so many times, you can kind of just kind of fly through the first and second stage. Right. You get to that point, like, like you know, in Hades, when you're in the first couple of areas, and you're just like, it's, it's business as usual and you're just trying to get through them without losing health or losing too, revives too or what yeah, have you yeah. right just to try to get to the end game and that way you can you know try to at least complete a run like i get that completely and that's kind of where i was um as i started playing a bit more um, which is all right just get through these first levels yeah. don't die don't get hit too much don't pop your your flask unless you have to and that being said there's a lot there's a pretty generous amount of healing in this game like for a roguelike it's it's very generous yeah even like getting the health items to drop was like a huge thing i was like wait what yeah the the health pack is like half your health filled right then and there which is like 
so generous. <laughs> just like, excuse me? Like, this is supposed to be a roguelike. It's supposed to be punishing. And obviously it does, because enemies just chunk for, like, you know, three quarters of your health in one move, like, later on, right? Or you can oh, yeah. get, like, stun-locked pretty easily down the line. Um, I mean, like, your character has, like, an invincibility period after you get hit, luckily. But, like, if you're getting swarmed by everything, you can't get away because they move faster than you. It's like, okay, well, what can you really do, right? Yeah, um, and if you're trying to, like, not use your flask and you're sitting at, like, 40% health or 50% health, like, one poorly timed move and you're dead. Yeah, exactly. So th- there is still, a like, there's still, like, a lot of the punishing elements of this game, even oh, yeah. on the, like, the lower difficulties. Do you play it? On, you play it uh, on PC. Do you stream it to your phone? I only played this on my PC, okay. like sitting there playing. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Because I mean, because I, I have a Steam Deck, right? I, I've, I've right. mentioned it once, once before. This is a really, really good game to have handheld. I mean, obviously, on the, uh, if you're dealing with the touch, touch controls, like it is fine. They do have this game available for like on uh, Android for I think like ten bucks, and it's. Pretty damn good. It just runs. It runs really well, right? Like it runs. I think at sixty, which is awesome. Obviously, Steam Deck. I like is my preferred way to play it. But you can also, yeah. But you can get it on your phone. Attach a controller to it. Just use the on-screen controls. It runs really, really well. Like it's, it's the full game. Like you don't have to worry about like, having like data or service to play this game. It's just available to you at all times. So another really good way to play this one. Yeah, I wouldn't know because I'm still a poor without a Steam Deck. <laughs> yeah, I was, one of the, I was one of the chosen by Gaben, that's why. <laughs> uh-huh, that's it. Uh, did you beat a run in this game? I almost got there. Okay. I almost got there. I had a really good run going. I got to, like, the... I want to say it was, like, the uh, the the castle, I want to say I got to. Hypey Castle? Okay, yeah, so stage... Or, no, I got to the shipwreck. I, I'm pretty sure I got to the shipwreck. Okay, so is that still, then... that's still stage six. So that's right before, yeah. like, the... Uh, the like last boss ish i guess technically like yeah. throw him in the lighthouse area okay yeah and then yep i got to the shipwreck for the first time and then i um i ended up just getting sniped by something and uh, it yeah. hit me for like 40 percent health and then that was it yeah <laughs> yeah like um even though the health bar looks so big in this game right again it, it, the, 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 the regular enemies do not care they will just fuck you up in this game um oh yeah the Which, um the first elite I ever fought like kicked my ass. Yeah, the the one with like, the little skull above them or the star yeah, yeah. above them. Yeah, yeah, I get you. Um, yeah, this game's again like it, it does a I think it does difficulty in a way that is very similar to or I guess I guess technically Hades does it in a way that's similar to them. I guess right to to Dead Cells because Dead Cells yeah. did come up before where like the game is difficult but fair in the way that you could. Everything is skill-based, right? You can dodge stuff, which is invincibility, same as Hades, right? Dur- during your dodge, you're invincible. I think from big start to end, essentially, right? For this one, you've got a double jump so you can avoid stuff. You have pretty good movement in the air, too, so you can dodge, you know, you can readjust against projectiles and enemies and, like, how you drop on stuff. Um, and sure, there's a little bit of RNG involved with, like, figuring out which weapons you're trying to get, you know what I mean? But that being said, you know, you can kind of learn to be pretty comfortable with most weapons in this game. And then you can get, a, you eventually get re-rolls at the markets, you know, to, to hopefully find something that you're a little more comfortable with or whatever. And again, weapon drops are pretty, pretty common in this game too, right? Like, yeah. there's always, a, there's always a one or two stations on the map, and then a couple of the, uh, the little, um... Like the, for what they call like the brutality boost, you know, what I mean tactical boost and all that other stuff, right? To increase your damage with your weapons, 
Oh, that's one thing too. Yeah, have you? Did you get to the pick up those boosts to like strengthen whatever weapon you're carrying, or did you try to like just level everything up equally? So I would kind of start like the first one I get would always be which one gives me the most health. So I think that's like survival always gives you the most Usually, health. Usually, yeah, the green one. Yeah. Yeah, so the, I would always go green first, and then once I got a modifier, usually it was a brutality modifier. I would just level up brutality, red, and like a red kind of bounce between yeah. the two, right? Because like I, I, I've definitely experimented before where let me pick up only two repeatedly, right? Like I would only pick up green and red repeatedly over and over and over again because the thing is when you do that, the percentage health drops, the the increased amount of percentage health you get, right, drops. But the third one doesn't get touched. I was trying to do the I was trying to do the math on it to see like oh if I maybe if I pick up purple by like you know by like the fourth or fifth stage, maybe that purple is gonna give me way more health, you know, like mathematically, right? Uh, right, I, but then it doesn't ever really work out like that, does it? it? Yeah, like like the amount of health is basically the same. Maybe it's a little bit more, maybe. Um, but like then now you're also just suffering if you have a purple weapon or purple ability. It just does like no damage. Because I have not boosted that one stat at all whatsoever, you know what I mean? So it's like, from my understanding, essentially, is from the, the the videos that I've watched, the uh, you know the tips that I've read, is just level up everything according to whatever you've got currently, and then just even it out later down the line uh, during runs, basically. Uh, but you know, it's, that's kind of, but again, it's still a cool thing early on, especially to make your early weapons way more effective, right? Mm-hmm, you can have those sure. weapons run for two or three biomes. You know, before you have to swap it out because it's, it's, that you've, you've kept it, you've kept it up with the pace of the enemies you're dealing with, which is you know a really cool way to like let runs kind of play themselves out before you start having to commit to a build or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I didn't even think of like builds in this. I'm just like survive. <laughs> oh yeah, and there's also so figure. many weapons in this game too. Like the right, right, right. The weapon pool is massive. <laughs> right, and then it's like, well, I I'm good. I'm happy with like this certain weapon i didn't even realize like oh yeah i should probably upgrade this by the end of the run i didn't even think of that to like drop it because for me i don't know it was like i always managed to either like level up during the the break rooms or all that yeah yeah and it would i would lose damage from weapons that would drop later in the run. So I'm like, well, I might as well just keep this weapon I'm comfortable with. Yeah, that's that's perfectly fine, especially, um, uh, again, like once you get some of the, even more of the weapons unlocked kind of thing, you kind of realize, like, oh, certain weapons can run if you level them up to, like, to, like plus, plus, or S. Like, yeah. a, level one S, a level one S will last up to, like, essentially a three plus, yeah. ca- around that range kind of thing, you know what I mean? But obviously, it's like, oh, I realize, oh, I, I, I'm going this way, and I have ranged enemies I have to deal with down the line, or, I, or I've got, like, a, a build to, like, every time, I, every time I dodge roll, all enemies slow down for, like, one and a half seconds or something yeah. like that, right? It's like, okay, if that's the case, let me get something with a really good a shield in my backpack to give me, you know, a, a block as well when I roll, mm-hmm. and just abuse mechanics that I've, I'm kind of building around, you know what I mean? So Right, or, like... Give me something, give me a fire weapon, and then have fire whenever I dodge or when I hit the ground really hard. Yeah, or or, right. uh, or oil. Yeah, like or something, yep. yeah, something that splashes oil when I slam the ground. So, you know, you, you got to get, you get a lot of that flexibility stuff, especially towards the later part of your run. And you realize, like, how overpowered certain weapons are because, like, I, I remember getting a run that I, I'm, like, I think there was a th- the time I beat the second, the second difficulty was I had uh, the blowgun 
so it poison damage, right? Uh, it does extra damage when you hit from behind, and it did extra damage, like an extra eighty percent damage to enemies that are on fire. Oh, so God. I found, um, I found the flammable, like the oil grenade, and then I had, um, I think it was. I think I found both. I just found both grenades. The oil grenade and the fire grenade. And the fire grenade that had also had um, increases damage to enemies covered in oil, which is pretty standard, right? But the oil grenade had, like, um, increases increases uh, impact damage to enemies that have poison on them. So, you know, you know what I mean? So my my build kind of all worked together because I re-rolled this, the, the, the perks a couple times. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, got, I got lucky on that one. Mm-hmm. So you kind of realize how insane your 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 builds can be and how well they synergize. That's that's a big thing in this game because again, you see every time you die that whole wall or like that whole room, right? The the vials hanging from the ceiling, like how big the weapon pool is or the ability pool is is kind of massive. Yeah, in this game. that's daunting. That was a little daunting. Yeah, to see all the stuff that is still ready, like able to be unlocked. I'm <laughs> like, oh. God. I remember the. I remember the. You know, because I got back really into Dead Cells like last year. Like, because yeah, I played it a lot, and then I kind of fell off of it. And kind of like, I was like, man, I'm not getting much better at this game. And then like, I think it was like last year, like around like November or so, where like the um. I finally started reading past the code. You know what I mean? Like, uh, right, <laughs> like, right, right. I was like, "Oh, I know how the I know the layout of the map now. Oh, I know how um, I know how to do certain." I just realized like something just clicked. I was like, "I know how to do certain builds now, and I know how to f- beat certain bosses." Okay, cool. And then I realized just by killing shit, just going, and I, you know, I was like, "I don't care how many times I die. I'm just gonna go as far as I can, even if I don't beat the boss. I don't care." Now I've unlocked like seven things in one run, and then that that room full of vials is not as daunting anymore because yep. I'm chunking away at empty vials. And then yep. it started filling up and I was like, okay, now let me learn how to play the game. You know what I mean? Like, and, I, and even though I have given myself a, a fuck ton more options, it's like, that's fine because I want to learn everything anyway. You know what I mean? It's like, I'll just throw myself into the deep end and start mi- mixing and matching uh, weapon combinations and stuff. That is a good idea. Like thinking of it like that, where the goal in these games is always you're always thinking to yourself, oh, I have to clear the run. But in reality, because running and dying is, is kind of a part of, like, quote-unquote, the leveling up process, you can do things where it's like, oh, I'm going to un- I'm gonna try to unlock as many blacksmith items as I can this run, or I'm going to grind souls this run, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can, I can try to get a certain item unlocked for the, you know, the pool or whatever. And I never thought of it like that, even in Hades too. Like I never really thought of it like that, but that's like a, it's it's like a good idea because that is something kind of like grinding in RPGs, right? Mm -hmm. You're kind of grinding to get certain things in this game to improve yourself in the long run. And that's a good idea. It's something that's like an underrated aspect of this that I don't think, at least I never really thought of. I don't know if any other, you know, roguelike players think like that, but I guess if you play these games quite often, you'll end up picking that up, right? Yeah, you have to kind of gamify it for yourself a little bit and not get discouraged by dying. Like, dying is a part of these games. Right. Because um, I, 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 I did that after I realized I needed keys in Hades, like, to unlock more stuff in the mirror. So I was like, yeah, well, yeah. I'm just going to go ahead and just go for key runs. Like, I don't I don't care if I have a heal in this room. I don't care who's giving me a boon. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care, even if it's one I don't care about. I just need keys on that on that symbol for the next room you know what i mean so that's all i was doing and it's like okay 
it's like it feels a little weird because like you're kind of for Hades, you don't you're not throwing away a run because you're still getting story no matter what you do, right? But for this game, because you get you get like trickles of story, you know what I mean, by meeting the the guy in the prison, you know what I mean, or like hearing a little bit of dialogue when you meet a separate a different boss or whatever, right? Versus Hades, where like they every room someone's talking to you and ex- and like explaining more of the story basically to you yeah yeah you get it little by little right and and all the other characters in the world are kind of interesting you know i ran into like i don't know how else to describe him other than the big fat guy that looks like the guy from jojo's part five. Oh uh-huh. yeah 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 i, I, I know what you're talking about yeah, yeah and he's like oh go to the go to this biome i forget which one it was it's like go here so i go there and then i can't find him and I'm like, well, that guy's beat. <laughs> and I move on. And you find like there, there's like little rooms in this game too, like little hidden rooms, like behind yeah. walls and stuff. That which is like to me is like, I love that stuff because now now I've now that I've, I know how the the map is laid out, I can kind of find them. It feels like I'm doing the the Super Mario World three or Super Mario Brothers three kind of like behind the wall trick. Yep. So yep, yep, um, yep. and uh, that that's definitely like a Castlevania thing. Like they're like especially in like Symphony of the Night and the other yeah. hosts symphony games there's always like hidden rooms with items and things in it to to look at Um, yeah yeah, i experienced one in the dlc like before i had to go fight um before i actually had to fight uh uh uh, vlad tepez yep Uh, so there's one like literally at the screen before where you follow like the ray of light and it leads you up to like a top like a top sanctuary kind of thing i was like oh this is kind of cool and you know, just uh, again, the game is so heavily inspired by that Castlevania type, you know, exploration mm-hmm. stuff. So it makes sense. It makes a lot of sense, actually. Um, let's see here. Uh, yeah. So what you said your best run went brought you to stage six, like the high peak or the shipwreck, right? I got to the shipwreck specifically. Okay. Yeah. And I, that's always a devastating feeling, right? When you when when you die, like when your run is like almost there, you're you've got like two, three more stages to go before the before you like win or even have a chance to fight the final boss, right? It's always like a bit of a heartbreaker. How do how do you feel in this one versus like Hades, where you like if you lose a run? Because I know Hades, like at least you get some story with it, and you kind of like okay, cool. Well, I got, I got a lot of stuff unlocked during that run. How do you feel in this one compared in comparison? I would say I felt the same way because it was the first time I had put together a really nice run. Okay. So like that first time where you feel like you're going, you're going, you're going and to have it end kind of abruptly because you're like, well, I'm almost there. I'm almost at the end. And you know, to my credit, not maybe not to my credit, but to the game's credit, this was the first game, the first roguelike where I'm like, I have to see, I got to do more research before, mm. while playing the game for the show not okay. even just like waiting till after i was like i gotta see excuse me i gotta see what's going on here yeah 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 okay i have to see how far i am i have to see i have to learn more about this game because i really enjoyed it so to know that i was like right there on that first big long run was tough but now it's like well i understand how things work i understand i like i've seen the bosses i know how they work i know how to kind of beat them so I feel like getting back there isn't going to be super difficult. Well, it'll probably be difficult, but I, I know I can do it, right? So then it's just about putting together these these last couple of stages to get to the end and then fight the final boss and, and win, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but, eventually, but of course, you know, you're going to get to the final boss and you're going to die, right? 
Like how many more, more runs often than in not, Hades. yeah, more often than not, you're like you still have to learn how to how the final bo- how the final fight works. You know what I mean? Right. And there's multiple final fights in this game, so right, it might not be the same one. So you prepare for a certain boss, which is funny. Like you prepare for a certain boss, um, and then f- like for me, I I fought the the concierge. Right. This is the first, basically like the first big boss in the game. Yeah. And he killed me the first time I fought him. Uh, so when I finally got ready to fight a second time, I was like, all right, I'm ready for you. I'm ready for this guy. And I didn't get him. I ended up somehow skipping the first boss and yeah. I got to the second boss. Okay. I got to the timekeeper. And I'm yeah. like, well, crap. <laughs> I was ready for the big guy. I got this other character. Luckily enough, I one shot her the first time. Like I, I, I was able to beat her the first time I fought her. So it wasn't that bad, but mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I amped myself up getting ready for this first boss, who I ended up fighting again and beating, you know, in a, in a future run. But it was just funny that, yeah, like the bosses are dynamic. It's not just like, you know, I, I hate to keep bringing up Hades, and I'm sure people listening are probably tired of it. Well, I mean, I, br- basically... I, I brought it up as this is my game over Hades, so like it's it, it perfectly fine right. because there, we're, we clearly have comparisons here that, you know, we prefer one or, over the other, so. Right, and, and Hades, I think, for a lot of people is the roguelike that they kind of picked up and played quite a bit, unless you've been really into this genre for a very long time. Me. Hades yeah. kind of had that crossover <laughs> appeal with the character design, the music, the gameplay, and all of that it's the game that i picked up and really enjoyed yeah and so you know we use that as a a a comparison for for all the roguelikes that we've played on the show but to to not have to you know you fight the succubus after the first stage you fight lerny the hydra at the second stage you fight the two assholes in the third stage you fight hades at the end of the fourth (laughs) stage yeah yeah it's different in dead cells which i appreciate but it would be kind of nice and I know it's especially going to be a big deal once the difficulty starts ramping up to be able to predict and know what I'm getting into during boss rooms. Yeah. So the the biggest thing here for this one is uh, I said before there's a there's a map. Is <laughs> exactly that. So every level has a, a certain number of exits that will lead you into like the the you literally just press pause and press select or something like that. And that brings up the map to show you exactly where you can or can't go. So you, all you have to do is find find that specific door to get out to that area. So like the game is the game can be manipulated. Like your route can be manipulated. Yeah. So that's what's nice about this game. It's like early on you're thinking like what where like how come I didn't see this boss? You know what I mean? No, not like once you once you start like figuring out the like how the maps are laid out. And you and you constantly check the map as well too. It's like okay, I know for sure this brings me to this biome. This biome brings me here. Okay, I know exactly which route I have to go to because I, I have a specific boss I want to fight. Like uh, you know, because I'm already comfortable with them, or I want to see if I can get some like an unlock or an achievement from beating them. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, bottom right is how you get to the Castlevania stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's the way I go yeah. all the time. And for the Castlevania one, there's actually so if you don't, if you skip the first one. If you go, you go to because you if you can go to the Castlevania area later, uh, instead of doing it the fir- instead of doing it first, right. and that's how you fight Vlad Tepes. Yeah, I never got to fight Vlad or Dracula yeah. or, or anybody. Or, or, I yeah, whoever, fought. Yeah. So you yeah, always, yeah, you always go fight, fight the regular bosses. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So what you do is you skip. You don't do it on the first level. You you there, there's a there's a point later on. I think in like the fourth or fifth area that brings you to that brings you back to the castle. 
Right, right, right. Okay. So that I have to find that. Yeah, because yeah. Because I did fight death. I mean, I fought death, and that was a fun fight. Yes, that's. I think that's. I think after you do it the first time regularly, that's I the think first it's fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you if you do it later, you don't fight death. You fight you fight Dracula himself. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so again, again, that's the cool thing. Options. You you choose to take this fight, get death, get a cool weapon out of it because you get the scythe out of it. And then, uh, you know, now that, that that site is available for your regular ass game, you know what I mean? Like, and the thing is, all the weapons that they do for the DLCs, I guess we'll we'll dip into the DLCs now. I guess actually here, the DLCs kind of play surprisingly perfect with each other. Yeah. Like, I, again, I, I played this game like you know, uh, this game came out in what 2016, I want to say. Uh, I forget. I definitely, I definitely said it at the beginning before. Um, but this game came out, you know, a while ago. So, and then the fact that, like, or 2018, there we go. So, every time the DLC came out, they added more enemies, more weapons, more abilities, and they all just kind of work. You know what I mean? Like, they, they, you know, you're always kind of nervous about the power creep, you know what I mean? Like, of of new stuff coming in and just kind of making the old stuff obsolete. This game was like, I don't know, man. Like, everything just kind of works. Like, I, I did never questioned anything. I'm sure there was, like, a little bit of, like, numbers tweaking in the background. I'm sure. And, and again, like Motion Twins, very vocal with their player base. They always put up updates and stuff like that for when they're changing stuff. But like, yeah, like I mean, I remember like when I started grabbing all the DLCs, I was like, oh, where where is it? I thought it was like a, a biome thing. And, it, and then sometimes there is an extra biome, but like no, it's it's just like dead cells, and they just add more exits and and routes free to go about. And then all the weapons are just like there, just go find them. So. Just like the, uh, that's also again kind of helps to that really daunting pool you see in the beginning of every of every run. Yeah, as somebody that didn't play the game until all the DLC was released, like I I can't tell you what the DLC maps are and then what the non DLC maps are except for the Castlevania stuff. Yeah, because that, that's not, like that's the only one that's like genuinely really really obvious. But like um yeah from. The shipwreck was one, like because the, they, they did like a like the fractured the fractured shore or whatever DLC kind of thing, or the um they also had like another one which was like the the giant DLC where you find you fight the giant like kind of like the um guardian or the, the the warden essentially of the of the prison because that's your entire run you're just kind of getting out of the prison basically. So yeah, you're like you, if you're not really looking for that stuff, you won't notice until you get to that boss fight basically that this is a DLC fight. Because there's a little bit of lore and you know, explored when you get to those runs, kind of thing. Is there a particular uh, weapon combo or wep- or abilities that you liked? <laughs> I will tell you this: um, I did enjoy. I liked having like the two swords or things like that. Um, the one thing that screwed me up one run, I, I'll never forget it. I accidentally put the weapon in the the Y slot instead of the X slot. Oh yeah. So have- <laughs> Having yeah. to attack with the Y button was tough. Yeah, you can you can swap you can swap those out. Um, it's, it's literally just in the pause menu. You just press Y Is or it? X to swap. I had no idea. Yeah, it's one of those things. Where, like if you don't explore like everything, you know what I mean. Like you don't, you don't think about it because you can swap your your shield and your sword if you or your range on your sword or your range and your shield, whatever you want to do. It's funny because like I, I watch like high level gameplay and no one uses shields basically, but me, really? I'm a baby bitch gamer, so I will always use a shield because it just makes me feel comfortable. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like parrying the enemies. Yeah, I like I parrying. Yeah. And that window is pretty generous too, so like I like doing it. And there's also like a lot of like the the like the mute the mutation modifier kind of things. You know what I mean? Where it's like shield and you get two percent of your health back. It's like okay, you know what I mean? Like good. Like I I, I got something that gives me a little bit of health back on like the lower difficulties when I'm still kind of like learning the game. You know what I mean? There's ways to make the game much more comfortable to play on early on. 
Yeah, so just just go into the menu, press Y, I believe, or 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 whatever your top button is, triangle Y X if you're on Switch or whatever. Um yeah. to swap your uh melee weapon your weapons and then the X or square or uh Y on Switch to swap your uh abilities slots. Got it. Yeah. Um it it turned out being like definitely favor the swords. Um mostly again because this kind of plays like uh Symphony of the Night and, mm-hmm. and the main weapon for the most part is like a one at least like a one-handed weapon not necessarily a sword you could use like a a mace or an axe or whatever but the um i like the blood sword i like the um the not the the like the broad sword like the the big sword i like too yeah so like so it's funny because again yeah those those are treated like two-handed weapons right but you can still have your shield and your offhand, which is you know, yeah. still still very helpful. Like just the the attacks are much slower, so you will have to kind of plan them out a little bit more. I do like having bows, but I just kind of prefer having the shield for whatever reason. I like being able to have the the parry mechanic, especially when it's like, oh, you can poison enemies on parry, you can uh, you know burn enemies on parry. Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense, especially like get through the early stages and we said about slamming our way through the early stages once you kind of figure out the game right just damage is just king just get just get me through this area kind of thing right right uh yeah big thing for me is um if i use a bow or a blow blow gun um or any any sort of projectile weapon i'll just swap that over from i'll just use that over the melee weapon like just i'll just yeah. keep i'll keep the shield um, because sometimes like, I have like a, like a fire build going on. Like there's like one where you throw fire, like literally almost like a Kamehameha wave kind of thing, or like, or, or, like little tiny key blasts. Um, there's one called the fire brands. I don't like that one. That's kind of like the, the fire dancer sticks, right? Is like, is like a stick with like, it's basically like a torture just throwing at people. Right. I'm like, it's fine. It doesn't do a whole lot of damage, but it always lights everything on fire kind of thing. I get like the, uh, the multi-notch bows, the one that fires like three arrows in a row or at the same time and does like a, a fuck ton of damage. And then, like sometimes, if I'm you know if I'm feeling like playing that one, I'll use the mutation that gives me double, or like increase my uh, arrow capacity or projectile capacity, right. by like fifty percent or something like that. So th- then now I'm firing. You know, initially has twenty one for for seven shots. Now I'm sitting closer to like you know nine to ten shots before I have to reload it or um have to worry about uh, getting a kill to make sure my arrows come back to me. Right. Um. So yeah, that's that's like. My thing is, I'll fly. Uh, the shield for me is like the constant. Like I don't like giving up the shield, right? Um, because I, that's fair. As I mentioned before, like uh, you know, like literally a second ago, like that high end players don't use shields. I'm like, no, I like having this thing as like a safety kind of net personally. Um, and you know, and of course, because you can parry or you can just hold hold the shield button to just keep the shield up. To re- right, you take less damage to reduce damage. Like, because there are some fights where like I. I still like kind of forget fight like the uh, attack pattern from the enemy, or like say there's two attacks coming at the same time, and I'm like I'll just hold it. I eat the damage, but it's at least less damage. I can like I can you know I can still kind of fight my way out way out of that versus like just losing like sixty percent of my health in one shot. <laughs> you know? No, yeah, better better than nothing, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what about abilities? Is there abilities that you like like having, or like the the gadgets or traps or whatever? Because I know, like yeah. for me, the um the saw blade the saw blade thrower trap is one of my favorites, and so is like the um the uh like the 
the the thing that shoots arrows. I guess like I forgot, I forgot the term. I the do term like for having it. the turrets. I don't like that these are called skills because I always think like, oh, I I don't have skills. So. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's a bit of like a weird wording choice, right? Yeah, I would have called it gear or like items or whatever. I don't know, but I call me a basic bitch. I like the wolf trap. I, I like having. It's useful. I like having the trap. I like the ones that I think the modifier I like for that one is when enemies get caught in it. It like lets out a cloud of poison, so like everything around around them also gets hurt too. Yeah, poison and burns um, is definitely the way to do it. And then I like having one of the grenades. Like I just like having a grenade yeah, with me. Really easy to just throw it out, just free damage, right? Like why not? And the cooldowns are quick for the grenades too. Like uh-huh. surprisingly, for all of them, they're all pretty pretty generous with them. So it's especially you, like the infantry grenade. I mean, you can just basically throw it. Like, four, wait a minute. Yeah, it's like, throw it's it, like four seconds. Like it's, it's, it's insane how quick the cooldown is. Yeah. And then certain you know certain uh, modifiers allow you to like shorten cooldown even more by like parrying or killing things. So it's just like yeah, I'm just out here throwing <laughs> throwing like like I'm I'm, an, I'm a one man artillery show basically. You know what I mean? I think for me, yeah, I use, I use the tornado a lot. I don't know if you unlocked that one yet or not. Because the tornado allows you to block. Uh, it it kind of just, like, removes all projectiles in the air other than yours. Oh, that's pretty helpful. And it also does, like, a, a really, f- really fast chip damage. Kind of like poison ticking. Like, very, very fast. And it kind of drags enemies away from you, too. So there's some enemies that, like, jump towards you when they see you. So it can kind of pull them away and kind of it kind of put them in like a little bit of like a death loop until the tornado dies or they die. Oh, that's helpful. Yeah, very oh, useful. You know the one I really like. I like the uh, I like getting the leg hugger. Oh, leg hugger, best friend. I love that guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Have you gotten it to evolve? Yes. It was oh, awesome. It's so cool, it, right? I think it evolved during the boss fight against. Uh, oh the, um, yeah, yeah. Against or it evolved like right before the timekeeper fight. Okay. So like it wrecked shit. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah, it is fun because um, it, I have to remember still to this day, press the button to make him put the spikes out to make things bleed. Like I always, right. I always forget because he because he also just attacks. You know what I mean? So I just like let him do his own thing. But uh, yeah, there are sometimes I do like Pokemon runs like where I have like a leg hugger and the so- like the sentient sword. Like <laughs> just, like you just runs. go ahead and kill everything for me. I'm I'm walking around. You know what I mean? Just like you got it. I believe in you. <laughs> Uh, you ever get the little guy, like the little mushroom guy? I did not. No. Uh, okay, so so there, there's there's like the, I think it's called like the mushroom boy, like B O Y mushroom boy, and he basically just tackles shit and like, he stuns things against the walls for you. Oh. And if you press the button again, he explodes, so he dies. But you you can summon another one. This is funny because the flavor text is like you can blow him up if you're a heartless if you know if you're a heartless being. You know what I mean? But like, <laughs> but he does a fuck ton of damage. So it's like, yeah, sorry, buddy. Like you're gone on this one, my guy. I need you. To, I need you, I need the damage from you. But yeah, like I do, I do Pokemon runs a lot. Like especially early, like uh, kind of just helps. Like one, like level one through five is kind of like, oh yeah, just go ahead and kill everything for me. You know what I mean? And then I have like a poison, like a blow, like uh, anything that gives me poison that give de- does poison on hit, like the blow gun, um, some of the arrows, right? Uh, some of the swords, like hit you twice. Let they let my my skills hit you while I just walk away and just, I just see cells and money following me off screen, kind of right. thing. Yeah, like again, it's like the game's flexible. I, I appreciate that with this one. And again, you can also switch your build in the middle of a run too, which is always very useful. Right, based on what weapons you get. By the way, if you hear purring, the cat is here. Kitty. He's, he's friendly. He wants to say hi. Kitty. So, yeah, <laughs> um, I I do like that. I didn't even like, and like I told you, like I didn't even think about doing builds in this. I'm just basically like survive and get the highest damage. Yeah, but yeah. You're right. Like having having items that 
work together is probably smart. You start to figure that stuff out the more and more you play the game and the more you start reading, like, the the flavor text of all the weapons. You know, early on, I get it. That's perfectly fine. Just pick whatever you like, whatever you're comfortable with, and smack the shit out of everything. It makes, it makes sense. There is one item that I like a lot, and I, I, I shouldn't be using them because they're not that good. Or they can be good, but they're, like, the Hayabusa boots. I don't know if you've seen those. I have not. So, so have you ever – you've seen the sandals, right, the Spartan sandals? I think so. That's literally like a front kick, like a, like a, this is Sparta kick. That's all. That's literally oh. exactly what it is. And it doesn't do a lot of damage. It's kind of slow and it's awkward looking because he just does like a front kick. But it does damage to enemies that hit walls, so you can kick enemies into walls, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Okay. There's like two other boots. Essentially, one looks like a pair of Tims, which I, I find funny. <laughs> <laughs> and the other one is the Hayabusa boots, where your guy starts doing fucking karate, basically, like with like with karate kicks and shit. Or like you know what I mean? Oh, that's pretty sweet. Um, and and like and like the the backflip he does also reflects projectiles, so it's really cool. It's really useful. He does co- it has combo potential. The biggest thing is that the backflip reflects projectiles and also knocks enemies away from you into walls that's again, helpful. doing the same you know more damage. The base damage is not very good, but it looks cool and it's fun to use. So I don't care. You know what I mean? It's it's like that's that's the nice thing about this game. You can make up your your lack of damage with like other shit, you know, in your in your toolkit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, uh isn't that like most of what games are all about? Having fun and doing cool stuff. Like- yeah, that's the whole point, right? And again, allowing you the flexibility to do that shit is also like again like a big point. It's also, it almost feels like a sandbox sandbox game in how free you can kind of play this game, right? Like, um, you know, I, I see, I watch like high level players, like, oh, I know they prefer this, they prefer this, even though obviously this may be more, I guess, like idealized in terms of like a build or whatever, right? You know, they can say, oh no, this is this is the highest damage build, but I prefer using this anyway. You know what I mean? So they can still just do so. Like, you're not penalized super, super hard for not running the quote-unquote meta build in this game. Good. Uh, yeah. I mean, that, and that's the way I feel like it should be. You shouldn't have to play meta just to win. I mean, obviously, if you're min-maxing and playing meta for, like, timed runs or, like, to, to achieve something, I mean, there's a place for that. But let me play the way I want to play and let me win how I want to win. Yeah, right? yeah, I'm with you on that one. That free, that that free that gaming freedom is a big is a big big sticking point for me and why I like this game so damn much. Let's see here. Uh any modifiers you picked up that you preferred? Like remember I said before like one like where you block you get 2% of your health back or some shit like that or one is like if as long as you have a speed buff any melee attack gives you like a health back kind of thing. The one that I always did, I don't know if this is what you're talking about, but the one that I always did was, like, you do more damage when you have a combo built up. Yeah, exactly that. That's what I'm talking about. The, one, yeah. the ones you pick up between levels, so the little combo modif- yeah, the little modifiers. Yeah, that was the one I always got. I, I didn't know if you meant, like, the, the mutations, because it was always, like, if you get a mutation, you can't get boss cells. So I'm like, well, I'm not going to screw that up. Yeah, no, no, that's fine. Uh, that that's fun to do still. You know, like if I if I if I mm-hmm. if I'm just like I wanted to change the run, the game got a little stale for me because I've I've played so many runs unlocking all so much. You know, again, I throw myself into the deep end trying to unlock all the shit, right? And I'm like, I just need to just like play the game and have a little bit of fun with it. So I'll turn the level my my difficulty down, and go to like the game mutation, right, or whatever they, whatever they call them, like the one little underneath the main the main floor level get those ones and then play the play a run or two um but yeah the, this is the um the modifiers i'm talking about i, for, I forget the, the, forget the term that's the thing they, they use a lot of like weird terms that kind of mean the same thing in our vernacular but in the game they all mean something different obviously 
the ones between levels, yeah. And, you know, after mm-hmm. you go, you do the little, the little smithing wheel, then you get the little guy hiding in the backpack. <laughs> you know I mean, to give you the stuff. Uh, yeah, no, that was always the one that I went with, just because I felt like it was always active. Mm. So, like, I never had to worry about. <sighs> Hold on, fuck! Oh my god, he is just—he he just wants <laughs> to be on top of me right now. Aww. Come on. Um, I always went with that one because it was always up. So I always, I always used it. So I was like, yeah, I'm always hitting stuff. I'm always dealing damage. Why wouldn't I want to do more damage? And then especially like with boss fights, I felt like it was helpful, right? Because mm-hmm. like it, it was, it was hits. It's not kills, right? It's hits. Yes, I believe so. Uh, combo, right? Um, yeah. Plus 15% base damage for eight seconds after killing an enemy. So. Oh, so it is killing. But. I, I at the very least it, in the you know in the overworld between fights it was always up and it was always helpful. Yeah. So you're you're like after killing something you're gonna find another enemy usually within eight seconds again unless you're like unless you're backtracking you know what I mean for the right. most part you're always gonna see another enemy as you're moving forward. Oh, can I just say having the teleporters was super helpful. Yeah. Did you unlock all the uh, other other abilities like the runes? I got the root. And then okay. I feel like I got something else, but I don't remember what it was. But okay. I definitely got the the the, the climbable ground, the ground slam. Yeah. The ground slam. Do you get that one yet or not yet? The, the one that breaks floors beneath you, beneath you. I might have because I've done it. Okay, but I I'm, I, I I don't recall. Okay, yeah, because there's I believe there's four of these like kind of rune things. Yeah. Um. So one allows you to run up walls is like the spider rune. Oh, that's um, helpful. Yeah, very useful because there's 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 like two shortcuts on every run essentially that allows you to skip over like a, a boss fight i think it is and goes goes to like level five or something like that after, uh, from like level three something like that after fighting the first fight or something like that you know what i mean you'll you'll find them because you remember that remember that guy said you you see him on the other side of the uh, other side of the bars like he always kind of grabs at you yeah you, your, yes, char- yes. your, your character like flips flips him off kind of thing because he's like he's annoyed by him he always leads you to like a, a colored torch essentially and that will lead you to like a, a mini, like a mini fight, like a mini boss fight to unlock the next uh, rune of like abilities. So like the tele, there's like two teleport, two types of teleporters. Um, so you have the, you have the you have the, the 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 regular teleporter on the map, right? That's the big circle, right? Mm-hmm. And there's yeah, also yeah. another one that's like a, it looks like a it looks like a dick. I don't know how else to say, <laughs> or, or like or like a, like a, like a coffin or like a sarcophagus almost kind of thing. You know what I mean? But it is kind of phallic shaped. It was like purple. If you, like, press, like, you know, if you press your interact button near it, it kind of, like, shoots, like, sparks around it kind of thing. You know what I mean? But it doesn't do anything mm-hmm. until you have the rune to use that teleporter. Yeah, I've seen those. So that's, those. that's the I think that's the last one I acquired because I, I didn't realize I missed it, like, in the first place. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but because I had the, the spider rune, the one that allows me to climb walls, I was able to kind of, like, cheese myself out of pits to, you know, to come back up kind of thing. You know what I mean? You'll find them eventually. They're, you'll You'll get them. They just unlock more ways to move around the map and also, like, uh, unlock, like, little side rooms as well that are very useful as well, too. Um, but, yeah, I think this is, like, for me, like, I don't have a whole lot more notes. Again, I kind of just wanted to hear how you felt about the game. Because, um, again, the game is really free-flowing. I just wanted you to just kind of mess with it and, again, gave you a little bit of extra time so I can, you can know, you actually, like, try a bunch of stuff. So, anything you got you to to say again complaints you know praise to give the game just go ahead and i that's basically all my questions so no yeah like i said i thought it was a blast i i had a really good time with it um definitely going to play it 
after the fact and and try to get a, a clearer run here. Mm-hmm. Like I said, the only thing that I have that's kind of like a knock on the game, not even a knock, but like the only negative feeling I have about the game is just wishing it was a Castlevania game. Yeah, I, I understand if you have, that atta- you, have that, you have that attachment, so like you just wish obviously there was more Castlevania to go around. But I know. That being said, uh, there. Oh, did you did you get to the Castlevania level in this game? Yeah, like the the no, castle. No, no. So in the castle, you can also touch a mirror, and it actually it actually forces you to play the game like Castlevania. Oh no, I didn't get that. All right, okay. I gotta go find that. Yes, I, I believe that's on the second. So skip the first one and go to it the second time. Okay, got it. And it like you go to a mirror and like it gets rid of your double jump, your roll, like all your movement shit. All you have is like the the whip. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And then your your secondary ability, you have you break, break the little torches to get your heart and stuff like that. I was like, oh, this is this is fun. This is, like, and it's funny because like you still use the old school movement stuff. So, like you know, you, you jump and you whip and you push your character back a little bit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or you do that. The, that is pretty. Sweet. Or do the little uppercut you know, to go straight straight upwards. That kind of thing. It's like it's a cool. Like it's it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful nod to the game, you know what I mean? It's like, and they do it in the Dead Cells engine, which just makes it even more funny, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, that's that's I, I get you on the the whole Castlevania attachment to it. Yeah. Um, and then you, you said we touched on it earlier the the fair versus BS conversation, right? Like, um, where yeah, never never had a situation where I thought it was BS. But to be fair, like I I played this on really like easier difficulty levels so yeah because you, you can't like, unlock the you can't unlock the upper difficulties until you beat the run anyway and that unlocks the next level for you yeah and there's four difficulty mod, uh like levels essentially i'm on i'm on three right now and it's it's been a minute since i've gotten like a run even close to beating uh like the final even seeing the final boss for me because it, it does get pretty rough uh later on down the line in terms of in terms of like um how I mentioned it before, where I think I like this over, you know, I prefer personally. I prefer this over Hades. Is like that that kind of like fairness scale pretty similar? I would say so. Yeah, cause I, like, yeah, I would, I would definitely say so. A lot of health to play with. Some healing items, at least that show up in this game. You know what I mean? You can find them in the walls and stuff like that. You can kind of predetermine your runs essentially because versus Hades, where like it kind of randomizes. I think the two doors, right? Usually. Versus here, where again you can kind of choose as long as you find the exit, because you will find it. It's always it's always on the map, so it's kind of kind of a, a way to take a little bit of that out of the RNG out of the equation in the first place. So yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, but yeah, that's all we got for you. If, you. if you have any other like final comments, we can go ahead and put them out here, and then I think if, other than that, I'm pretty good. Pretty much good over to go over here. Yeah, I'm good. Give it a shot. It's a lot of fun. Uh, definitely worth getting into. If you're especially if you're a big Castlevania fan like me, Castlevania, Castlevania, yeah. there you go, Castlevania fan, <laughs> fan like me, you'll uh, you'll definitely have a good time with it. Uh, the DLCs are worth it. I felt like so, definitely give it a shot out there. Yeah, good time, good to hear. Uh, appreciate you, fam. Uh, thanks for thanks for giving this one a shot because like I know I I kind of put made some pretty wild claims, especially if, since you're a big Hades fan. So for this one, so but yeah, guys, thank you guys, thank you guys for tuning in. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Good to have Jeff back again, obviously. Um, yeah, I'm not going anywhere. We're, we're try, we're, we're, we definitely got a couple more things lined up with Jeff uh, down the line here. So um, if you guys like this episode, leave us a like, leave us a rating on whatever audio platform you guys are listening to us on. Um, we're going to have some stuff up on the YouTube. Actually, we just put up a video a little while. Uh, like, yeah, me and Lacan played Street Fighter on the YouTube. Yeah, so check go that watch out that. Too. Go we're like it. Try to put more stuff out of there as well, too, as, we, as much as we possibly can. And share us with a friend. Really appreciate you guys for listening. And we'll see you guys in the next episode. Take care. See you later.
God damn it. <laughs> okay. Leave it in. <laughs> Leave one in. There's no recording. I know. <laughs> Shit.